the Super Bowl 58 game props edition of the PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting social platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Head to cut.com, that's K-U-T-T.com, and use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. And we're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And we're also brought to you by the SGPN Props Contest. Make sure to enter for a chance to win $1,000. It's absolutely free to enter. All you got to do is go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash SB58 or get signed up and enter for free in the SGPN app. Welcome, everyone, to the NFL PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Tuesday, February the 6th, currently 2.37 on the East Coast. Here to get to our final game of the NFL season. It's the big game, the big one for all the marbles. It's the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. Here to get into our great uh, game props uh, for this episode. We're going to break this up into two different episodes here. I think I would be fitting uh, that way to get more prop bets out there and more content out there for you guys following us here on the PropCast. So on this episode, Chris and myself, we're going to uh, get into the game props uh, for Super Bowl 58. And then tomorrow we'll do our uh, player props uh, specific uh, prop bets for the uh, big game as well. But as I mentioned, joining me on this episode, as usual, as he has all season long on the NBA PropCast and, of course, here on the NFL PropCast as well as my main man, Chris B. Cap. And Chris, what's going on, brother? How you doing this Tuesday afternoon? What's up, you know? Excited to be here as always, man. We uh, It's crazy to think we almost got a year, uh, almost got the whole year in the books. You know, like you said, this is the big game, man. It's the big game we had. A, and we know it's the big game because we didn't have a show last week. And whatever, it feels weird not to have a show on Thursday or Friday, but... uh. Yeah, we, we, I think, you know, for the most part, we got a lot of people got what they wanted. You know, we got Swift in the Super Bowl. I mean, you know, Travis Kelsey and Patrick <laughs> Mahomes. And, uh, you know, then we got the 49ers who uh, exited a little early last year, of course, due to the Brock Purdy injury. But yeah. uh, this team is, you know, pretty pretty much, um, you know, at full strength. And uh, we should be in for quite a duel as we can kind of, uh, you know, as in, as is in, indicative of, uh, you know, the point spread that we have here. So excited to, to get into it, man. Let's talk about uh, some winning bets here, you know. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's going to be a rematch of a previous Super Bowl uh, between the Kansas City Chiefs uh, and the uh, San Francisco 49ers. Super Bowl 54 was exactly four years ago. Um, and, you know, we saw the Chiefs win their first Super Bowl after I don't know how many uh, years. And that was Mahomes' first Super Bowl as a quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs. And now four years later, we have the same matchup in vegas uh this year between the chiefs and the 49ers so should hopefully it's going to be a great game but you know chris like i mentioned 
we're gonna break this up into two separate uh parts here uh we got uh you know the game props here we'll go through here about four to five props each maybe throw out some fun ones if we found anything else uh, and then we'll wrap it up with best bets and then on the following episode uh have uh, as we have all season long um between myself chris and rod you know we'll do our player props um you know for the uh, specific game and then we'll put together our uh lineup as well and then our touchdown scores on the episode for tomorrow unfortunately uh, we were not able to get rod on uh, rod is a very very busy man obviously he serves our country he had uh, things to take care of um and also he's busy also with nascar gambling podcast nascar season here is as well so hopefully i try to dig up uh rod's player props for tomorrow's episode because he is the uh super fan of the san francisco 49ers his team is in the uh super bowl here as well but um chris let's get started here man i know super bowl there's there used to be a time and you know a lot of people that i talked to that are based in vegas or you know some of the old school betters i guess we can say there was a time where there was only maybe 20 30 40 prop bets available for the super bowl now there's books that have upwards of 500 different prop bets across this game and it's just so interesting to dig into these prop bets and and also historically right there's a lot of trends uh and things that happen in the super bowl i'll dig into some of those as well uh for uh some of the prop bets that i do give out here for the game prop specific ones but anything in general you want to uh, get off your chest or discuss or maybe throw out there before we actually do get into our uh game props here for the super bowl I think just kind of reiterating what you said, you know, like like you said, man, it used to be, uh, you know, a, a number of ways that you could bet the the Super Bowl, but not not the number has grown. Like you said, you know, yeah. you could bet, you literally could bet on anything, um, you know, coin toss, Gatorade color, whether Travis Kelsey is going to propose to to Taylor Swift, like you know how much the team's going to win by, um, you know, the, the the I mean everything, you know, um, and I think it, you know, it does create a lot of, um, you know, a lot of a lot of traction, I think, for the NFL, a lot of traction sure. for these sports books. And um, I think I read somewhere earlier, um, you know, if I think maybe I still have it pulled up. Yeah, Americans are expected uh, to bet $23.1 billion on the Super Bowl, according to a survey that was done by the American Gambling Association. So AGA reports that $23.1 billion will be, and, and it, you know, a lot of it goes back to exactly what you just talked about, right? All these different markets are open now, and people like to have fun. You know, it's not just about who's going to win the game, and this gives an opportunity for, you know, people who don't necessarily uh, bet sports to also, you know, like try their hand as well. And uh, it's a really good opportunity. Well, good, really good time, I'll say. I don't know about opportunity because the, the books typically make a lot of money, but, uh, you know, off of these prop bets, but, um, it's a good time to, uh, you know, just kind of dabble here, dabble there, especially for, the, you know, the recreational bettors. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, when we talk about the Super Bowl, um, it, it's that one event a year where, you know, even like non-football fans are paying attention to the game because it's just such a big thing here in America, right? I mean, it's 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 a Super Bowl and it, it, it's starting to grow every single year whether it's from a betting perspective or it's just people getting out there and watching uh the super bowl as well and again you know a lot of conversation has gone on between you know and we've joked about it on the pod here with taylor swift you know being in a relationship with tight end travis kelsey and how much you know what i read that there she's bringing so much money to the NFL and you know it's funny if you are on you know some of the the TikToks and the Instagrams of the worlds where you know 
little girls or fans of Taylor Swift are paying attention to these games and it's bringing in a lot of money. So, and I'm a, I'm a conspiracy guy as well. And I, I, I'm not going to say that the game was, you know, rigged for the chiefs to get to the super bowl, to get that Taylor Swift effect and bringing in more money, but it's crazy. And I think that we kind of, I got to at least sit here because, you know, a lot of negative things are being said that Taylor Swift has been so involved and she's getting all the screen time, you know, being a, a, being on TV, being, you know, a part of the, you know, obviously with Travis Kelsey and the Chiefs organization. But at the end of the day, man, it's just because it's Taylor Swift, the name and people are just so, you know, on one side of the fence or the other side of the fence. But at the end of the day, she's a human being, man. She's just out there supporting, you know, her her boyfriend. And, and you know, same thing with Travis Kelsey. I mean, obviously, Travis Kelsey's not as big globally as Tra- uh, Taylor Swift is. But, you know, he's out there supporting her as well when he's trying to get out there to her concerts and things like that. And for her, you know, she's going to be, I think it's in Japan that she's doing a couple of shows. And she's flying all the way from Japan to Vegas to watch the game. And then she, I think she has another concert. Uh, in Australia, I think that that following week, I know all that information because my wife is a huge Swifty and she's a huge Swift fan as well. So, and she's starting to pay a lot more attention to football as well. So, I kind of want to throw that out there as well, Chris. But I don't know if you had anything to add to that before I actually get into our, our game props here. No, nah, this does I mean, I know she wouldn't miss it for the world. And, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure that, you know, they probably have a, you know, their own camera crew that's just, you know, dedicated specifically to cutting to her you know so we'll and she has her own we'll prop bet. like bet online put a prop bet for taylor swift and i know we have an article up uh on sportsgamblingpodcast.com which was written by uh our, our boss sean's better half uh on taylor swift props there as well so again we talked about at the top of the show how the the prop betting market especially for the super bowl has grown from 20 30 40s now over 500 player props it's just another added dynamic uh to that prop betting market so again it should be hopefully a good game as well and hopefully we're able to find uh some winners here on the uh propcast for the game props uh chris before we do get into our uh uh props here for the schedule of the super bowl game here i should say uh let me tell everyone about our friends over on DraftKings sportsbook look it's the one game left here, and if you're looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. Uh, we'll talk about our uh, player props uh, player props, and our game props here. I dug, dug them up from DraftKings Sportsbook, so you can find them there as well. Um, my heart is saying one thing on which side I want to back. My head is saying another thing as well. I'm still kind of going back and forth, but again, Take advantage of it. Download the uh, DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code SGP. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the Super Bowl 58 with code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or, or if you're in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. If you're in New York, uh, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please pay responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by its jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. cdkng.com slash football for eligibility and dis- deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. 
and we're also brought to you by our friends over at underdog fantasy underdog fantasy allows you the opportunity to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long whether it's in the nfl nba nhl college basketball college football same people like higher or lower on your favorite players fantasy stats and cash and you can win up to 100x with some spicy plays you can watch along you make your picks and maybe make a little cash over on underdog's mobile app or website underdogfantasy.com and when you sign up with promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit bonus of up to $100. Again, that's Underdog Fantasy. Make sure you use that promo code SGPN. All right, Chris, let's get into our actual props here for this game here for Super Bowl 58 between the Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. I'll let you lead it off, my man. Where are you taking us for your first player prop? Or sorry, so game first prop. Player, game prop. Game prop. So what we... we we're, we're, we're digging. We're having a little fun here, you know. I, yeah. I actually, and and not, not to say that, that, you know, the research is not there and, you know, all of those different things, but because uh, it always will be if I'm, you know, placing the bet. But um, I looked at the time of possession prop here, you know, in the first, the first time, the, the first possession time is set at three minutes and 15 seconds. And I think I like the under there. I think I like okay. the under there, you know, just riding recent trends. I looked, uh, you know, specifically at, you know, Playoffs in general this year, uh, some some just a couple of Super Bowls back back as well. Uh, two weeks ago, Detroit they actually scored on San Francisco in a minute and forty two seconds. So so that was an easy winner. Kansas City did, however, go for five minutes and forty five seconds uh, into their first drive. Uh, but I do think that you know it can take a while, like to kind of get the jiggers the jitters out in the big game. And we we saw you know for San Francisco the last couple games that they played back to back weeks. Uh, they've actually started really slow. I had to come on kind of late. Um, so we're just looking for here. We're looking for, um, you know, a quick turnover. We're looking for a fumble, an interception, a quick touchdown, a punt. So, you know, any of these things that that, that can help us unsustain a drive. You know, I think 315 is a tad bit too much. I could I could see a three and out. You know, like I said, a, a punt. Um, both of these teams are pretty pass happy, even though they do have pretty good running backs as well. So I don't think that first drive, you know, if it's going to take over three minutes and 15 seconds, this is a minus 110 over on DraftKings. So you're not laying much juices at, at all as well. But I thought it was an interesting, cool, you know, pretty. I, I saw the number that kind of jumped out at me. I said, let me do a little, you know, a little deep diving. So give me the time of possession for the first possession specifically, you know, to go under uh, three minutes and 15 seconds here. Yeah, I think you're right that, you, you know, again, in a game where I think that I know, obviously, the Chiefs have been there. Um, this is their fourth time under the um, Patrick Mahomes era uh, in the Super Bowl. But, you know, you always kind of get those jitters within those first couple of minutes here. And again, like you mentioned, don't be surprised if you see a quick three and out, you know, maybe they come out and throw the ball, get a couple of incompletions. That's going to stop the clock, obviously. And then you'll see, uh, you know, the punt team come on and. Maybe there's a turnover that happens in the, in the first drive, or like you mentioned there, Chris. So I, I do like it. I, I think that I, I, first quarter, I'm very cognizant of of it being a higher scoring first quarter, uh, just because, like I mentioned, like the jitters and things like that uh, for for both teams. So um, yeah, I can definitely get to hear it with you on this one for sure. Um, all right, for my first game prop here, I am looking at uh, something that's been historically profitable. Uh, for uh, this prop uh, bet in particular. And I should also put this disclaimer out there, Chris, that we're now recording this on a Tuesday where these props have dropped um, pretty much the next day after the conference championships were over. And the lines have moved, right? So again, 
some of these bets that we get down on, especially that I do get down on, the the VIG is a lot higher than we normally give out for our player props. But I'll start here with this one. So I'm going to go with last team to score wins the game. And this one is a little bit juiced at minus 195. So this is a trend that has cashed, Chris, in 13 straight Super Bowls. 13 straight Super Bowls. The team that scores last in the game has won uh, the Super Bowl in 13 straight. So if you go back to last season when the Chiefs won, I think they got that. The, obviously, they got the final uh, score of the regular game. They went on to uh, win this game. Uh, last season against the Eagles. And typically when you take a look at uh, the Super Bowl, uh, and especially in this game where the line is pretty much at two, two and a half, that the books are pretty much expecting this to come down to the wire uh, in this game here. So whether it is the Chiefs or the Uniners uh, who have the ball and they score last and they do end up winning this game, and especially in a Super Bowl that has cashed in 13 straight Super Bowls, I'm going to take this one to the bank here. That's going to be my first uh, bet here, Chris. So last team to score also wins the Super Bowl, hoisting the Lombardi trophy at minus 195 right now, Chris. So two things that really talked me on to this, you know, and I'll be quick. First thing you said was it's hitting 13 of the last 15 Super Bowls. Third, yeah, 13 last 15, 13 straight. Yeah. 13 straight. That I mean, to me, that warrants the juice, right? Like it warrants the juice. The other thing I'll say when you have something that's hit that consistently, the other thing I'll say is look at the point spread, right? So like the books yeah. are anticipate, even if it's, you know, a team that does go up, you know, you know, uh, they're winning by four, they're winning by three at the end. Uh, you know, the last team, the last drive is going to try to, you know, to, to gain the lead, whether that's a two point conversion, whether that's a touchdown, whether that's, you know, just needing a field goal. Cause they are, you know, down two. Um, so yeah, those two things kind of correlate really, really well with uh, this prop bet here. I mean, I wish you would have slid me this one, uh, you know, in sex message, so I could jump on this one with you. I do like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> uh, all right, Chris, take us over to your next player. Uh, sorry, I almost keep saying player prop because we talked about player props all season long, but game prop, next game prop. Game prop. All right, so let's go. We are going – this is another fun one. Uh, I'm looking at looking at a guy, a halftime guy, you know, Usher, Usher. Okay. <laughs> I'm, taking, I'm taking the over on how many songs he's going to perform. This is okay. uh, currently minus 115. Um, and, it, and it's for a couple of different reasons. I kind of went back in and I, you know, did, did my investigative research that I need. And um, during the past 12 Super Bowls, uh, halftime shows, artists are, artists are averaging 8.99 uh, uh, recorded uh, song performances, uh, different songs performed during that Super Bowl time frame. Here, you know, so um, I'm just looking at, you know, last season, uh, we know, you know, we had Dre and Eminem and 50 Cent and uh, Mary J. Blige was on the stage and, and they performed 10 songs last year. And a, a big part of the handicap was to just today's society. We want things quick. We want things fast here, you know. So I think that yeah. we will be rattling things like we will be rattling Usher songs off and we will be getting on to the next song. And I do expect Usher has a lot of lot of pressure on him. Well, I'm not sure if he thinks it's pressure or not, but. A lot of people want Taylor Swift to get up on the stage and do her song. So I do think that he'll come out, he'll run through his catalog, uh, something that he's, you know, extremely used to doing and do the guys in really good shape. And I'm not sure if that's a part of the handicap or not, you know, but to me, this makes a lot of sense for him to go over eight and a half songs performed. If I can get it at minus 115, I think that we could see upwards of 11 or 12 songs here. 
Uh, probably just a couple verses. This is only 15 minute window. We know that. Yeah. Um, but I do think that we see see Usher perform at least nine songs here. You know. Um, I, you mentioned that he's in shape. I mean, for these type of performances and the things that happen, uh, all the theatrics and and moving up on the stage and back and forth. I mean, that stage. It's a pretty big stage, man. I mean, for you to walk from one end to another, it's almost, I don't know, maybe like 30, 40 yards, maybe. Uh, I mean, it might be less than that. I haven't really seen the exact dimensions. But imagine trying to sing a song, walking back and forth, entertaining, dancing, and all that stuff. And and more times than that, we see it at the end of a lot of these performances from these uh, performers. that They're huffing and puffing, man. I mean, like it takes a lot of energy. But like you mentioned, I think that kind of wraps in, especially, the, I think, for Usher, like, the longevity of his career that he has so many songs to pick from that he can, he's probably going to want to rattle these off as well. And again, when we're talking about these game props, we're having fun with it, guys. It's a super moment. You got to have some fun with it here as well. So yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to Usher. Usher was, you know, uh, low key, uh, one of my favorite artists, you know, growing up as well. So uh, hopefully this one gets to the window as well. Um, all right, Chris, uh, for my, Next uh, game prop here. Let me go over to. Let's actually actually talk about the game here as well. I mean, we talked about it um, from a game theory perspective. So uh, this one I, I found very very intriguing for a lot of the reasons that I'll mention here in the handicap. So both teams to make a thirty four or more yard field goal. The yes is at around minus one thirty five. And in a game where I think I'm at least expecting this to be a little bit more defensive because both of these defenses were very, very good this season, right? I know the Chiefs, we had talked a lot about how great their offense is, obviously, with Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Pacheco and all those guys and Andy Reid. That I think their defense was a little bit overshadowed this season. And I think that was a lot, uh, that was, I think, their catalyst this season for the run that they did have, not only in the playoffs here. Uh, but for them to get to the Super Bowl. So in a game where I'm expecting a defense to ratchet up a little bit, um, I do expect teams, and I think both these co- uh, coaches are a little bit more conservative than the Dan Campbells of the world, the Nick Sirianni's of the world, right? And especially, I think the main handicap here as well for me is that we're in a dome, right? Obviously at Allegiant Stadium, they're playing indoors where weather is not a factor. And obviously if you're playing outdoors, you know, with rain, especially the the, the colder temperatures at this time of the year, um, that's not going to be a factor in this game, especially at Allegiant Stadium. Like I mentioned, they are in a dome. So, and also listen to another podcast. Um, they mentioned that this being in Vegas, you're in a little bit of an altitude as well. Uh, last season, I think what we were uh, in Miami last year, the previous year, uh, I think it was in Arizona. Um, so I, I think that that's only advantageous to uh, the kickers in this game. And again, both teams have kickers that can knock it down obviously with harrison butker for the kansas city chiefs the rookie kicker for the san francisco 49ers they drafted him for a reason so i think if the opportunity is there for both of these coaches to take three points outside or a field goal longer than 34 and a half or sorry with 34 or more yards especially in a dome where weather's not going to be a factor i think they're going to take that opportunity and get those points on the board here chris so both teams to make a field goal of 34 or more yards. Yes, minus 135 here, Chris. Yeah, this one makes a lot of sense. Um, specifically, the, the biggest thing, and we, we've, we've, I think most of the 
Well, I, I know most of the player, the the kicker props that I've given out on the show have actually been winners. You know, we we cashed a couple through, throughout the season. Yeah. Didn't play a lot, but the ones that we did get there, we we typically cash with. And a big part of that handicap is what you is what you laid out, right? It's the the the, the environment, right? We want to make sure that our kickers are in really good environment. You can't get a better environment this, than you know. It's, it's no rain, it's no sleet, it's no snow. Yeah. <laughs> it will be uh, you know, no wind. It, uh, I mean, it's going to be you know pretty good in there. You do it pretty, pretty good uh, playing conditions. And you do expect these tickets to be able to come through and, uh, you know, make some field goals. I don't think, as you said, that uh, we'll see um, many missed opportunities as far as being able to take points, right? Dan Campbell's not a part of this, you know, so we, we won't be going for it on a lot of, <laughs> on a lot of fourth downs, right? We will, we will be taking what we could get um, because as you mentioned, um, while we, while we do have explosive offense, these are two very good defensive units as well. 49ers, when they want to play defense, and we saw them kind of, you know, lock in on the second half of that game against Detroit and yep. Kansas City all throughout, man. I mean, they slowed Baltimore down like Baltimore was, you know, one of the worst offenses in the league. So I do expect these defenses to play well, you know, which also leads to, you know, points being a premium. And uh, that all kind of trickled down to to, to the over, uh, you know, and, and we just need one from outside of 34, like you said, 35. Uh, and I do think that they'll be able to get in range. Defenses, you know, then but don't break. Get you to get you a field goal. Hear me enough. I like it. All right. All right. Before we continue our game props here for the big game, Super Bowl 58. Uh, let me tell everyone about the prop contest opening uh, on the network for Super Bowl 58. Um, it's a thousand dollar win. It takes all you pick 58 Super Bowl prop bets for a chance to win one thousand dollars. Again, it's free to enter. All you got to do is go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Super Bowl 58 or go to the link in the SGPN app. If you don't have the app already, just go to your app store, whether it's the Google Play Store, or Apple Store, whatever the case might be. Uh, just download the SGPN app. You can enter the contest that way as well. And we're also brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Peer-to-peer social betting is a new and better way to bet, bet directly against your friends or other users on sports, politics, pop culture, and other events with verifiable outcomes. And it's a ton of fun social features that give it a feel of a betting social network. Cut even offers lower big and fully customizable odds to create your own bets. Cut handles the payment side of things, so you never have to chase anyone down for money. Social features include group chats, betting leaderboards, head-to-head history, user profiles, fan groups, and much more. They also have a rewards program. You get cash back on every single time you bet against your friends, or other users. Cut also allows you to list almost any kind of bet. Perfect for getting in the action for the fun Super Bowl prop bets that we're just talking about right here. If you're gonna be at that, you know, party with your friends, family, wherever the case might be, you know, you're having those conversations, you want to get down on some of these prop bets, you can create your own. Make sure you download the Cut app because Cut is the peer-to-peer social betting platform that's US based and available in 40 states. Head to cut.com. That's K-U-T-T.com and use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. And we're also brought to you by our friends over at Game Time. Game Time um, takes the stress away from that ticket buying experience. Game Time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you're going to have. Um, also, some of the great things about their app it's super easy to use, they have great flash deals as well. Their lowest price is guaranteed. They also have event cancellation protection as well. The best thing I love about their app 
is that you can actually get the image of your seat view before you actually purchase those tickets. And forget playing months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day event, whether it's for the football game, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and much more. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. That's how confident they are in their prices. So I got to do is go, uh, download the Game Time app now, create an account, and use promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Lowest Last-minute tickets, lowest price guarantee. All right, Chris, let's keep it rolling here, my man. Uh, let's get over to my next uh, game prop here for uh, Super Bowl 58. Um Let's talk about, um, let's see, where do I want to go here? Let's talk about the defenses because uh, we just talked about it, right? So I know, like I mentioned, we've been talking about how great these offenses are, right? That you have the two head coaches that are offensive geniuses, and they are, right? Andy Reid with Patrick Mahomes. So we've seen what Kyle Shanahan has been able to do with, I guess, less than average quarterbacks. I think Brad Purdy defied um, the odds being the last, pick in the draft and getting this team all the way to the Super Bowl. But I mentioned a lot of the talk hasn't been about how great the defense have been. So I'm looking at the sacks props in this game here, uh, Chris. If you want to go, there's two ways you can go. Either you want to go total sacks over four and a half and around even money, or if you want to take the Chiefs specifically to get over two and a half uh, sacks in this game. So let's take a look at the numbers here. So the 49ers and the Chiefs finished top 10 in yards per play allowed, right? Additionally, both teams ranked inside the top 10 in total sacks uh, this season. And I mentioned the Chiefs for a specific reason here, Chris, because the Chiefs, they finished a regular season number one in sack percentage. And I know there was a lot of talk about Chris Jones for this uh, Kansas City Chiefs team. And he, he's been an absolute monster when he is on the field for this Kansas City Chiefs team. So I expect the pass rush to get here to uh, both of these quarterbacks in this game. And especially we talk about Brock Purdy and we saw it, uh, you know, throughout the playoffs where sometimes he does get happy feet and he, he kind of gets discombobulated. I think that's where the pass rush of the chiefs may be able to get to Brock Purdy and maybe for some mistakes or maybe he holds the ball too long. Um, and they're able to get that and generate that pressure. And also, uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs offensive line, uh, their pro bowler, uh, Joe Tooney, he's more than likely not going to be able to play in this game as per head coach Andy Reid as of today. It seems like he said it was going to be a long shot for him to play. So an all-pro offensive lineman maybe or more than likely is going to be out for this game for the Kansas City Chiefs. And when you have guys like Nick Bosa coming off of you or coming after you, um, you know, Hargrave, that defense and those linebackers, Fred Warner, uh, so I think there's an opportunity for both these teams to get at least five combined sacks here, Chris. So I'm going to take total sacks over four and a half um, for both teams. And then I'm looking at the Chiefs specifically as well, uh, over two and a half uh, team sacks uh, there as well for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. You know, we know, um, you know, th these are not just not, not we, we talk about the offense so much, like you said, you know, and how great the offensive. We have some pretty good masterminds. Right. But. Um, Spagnoli on the defense, right? Like th this guy is going to limit, I think, as much as we've seen Brock Purdy limited, in, in my estimation anyway, because mm -hmm. you get a game plan. You get the, you know, you get two weeks to kind of prepare. You get to go back and, you know, find out what the flaws were. And we've seen them, we've seen this Kansas City defense specifically be able to really take advantage of that. And I do think that 
while both of these, you know, play callers will try to get the ball out pretty quickly to their, you know, wide receivers. But they, they also want to develop some, you know, they, they want to have some long developing plays as well. And that's when you could take the opportunity to, to, to get these opposing quarterbacks down on the ground. So um, this one makes a lot of sense to me as well, you know, if like, and, and it's probably the, the the hidden one, right? This is the hidden area because nobody's really thinking, you know, yeah. let, let's play defensive props. But this, these two make a lot of sense. And I'm pretty sure somewhere Rod's watching and he's smiling that, that you know, pulled out a defensive prop. So <laughs> I like this. I like this one, you know, I like this one as well. Uh, all right, Chris, let's get over to your next game prop, man. Anything else you have? Yeah, let's go uh, real quick. I'll be quick on this one. Um, yeah, highest no, scoring half. Highest scoring half, you know. I like the second. I like the second okay. half here to be highest scoring. Uh, this is also minus 110. Uh, this one is over on FanDuel. But I do it kind of goes back to what we talked about, right? Like the the offense kind of starting slow. Um, not to say that this, you know, going to be 0-0 zero, zero at the end of the first quarter. But I do expect, you know, the jitters to be there, specifically for Brock Purdy and that and that offense. And what what have we seen so far from from San Francisco in these, you know, in these playoffs specifically? They've gotten off to some, you know, some really slow starts. And I can see that continuing here, especially because the, the defenses will be um, a little more alive and a little more awake and, you know, uh, be, be uh, you know, relied upon is, is what I'll say at the beginning of the game. So um, this is also something, you know, that I went back and looked because when I'm watching the Super Bowl, I do see explosion typically in the second half. I, it seems like it takes a while, right? Defenses also wear down throughout the game. I think that's another big part to mention. And I want to say, you know, this is actually hit in – uh, six of the last nine or five of the last nine Super Bowls, you see these really dominant second halves from these teams. And as you kind of mentioned with the last team to score a touchdown, I mean, that's when all adrenaline is rushing, right? That's when we yeah. know we have to play mistake-free football. And that's typically what we've seen over the last, you know, almost decade. So uh, give me second half, you know, to be the highest scoring half. And I love that I can get it, you know, only having to lay it down here. Yeah, I think, I think, th- I looked at this one as well, Chris, and I think the only thing that made me nervous was that the Chiefs in the second half just absolutely sit on the football if they had the lead because I want to, and I should have the exact numbers in front of me, but the second half of games for the Kansas City Chiefs, they were one of the lowest scoring teams in the uh, entire NFL. But also on the other side of it is that we talked about at the top of this episode is that this spread right now is sitting at minus two, minus two and a half. So the books are expecting this to pretty much come down to the wire for both of these teams, right? So for the Chiefs, we know how prolific their offense can be. And I feel like I think the one thing I'm looking at for this for the uh, San Francisco 49ers side is that is the moment maybe going to be too big for Brock Purdy? I don't think it is. But I think it may take some time for him to kind of settle into the game and for, you know, Kyle Shanahan, the offense to kind of figure out how to get the ball down the field. And that may come at halftime where they, you know, that's where the coaches in any sport, Chris, earn their money of making those halftime adjustments. You and I have talked about this a lot in the NBA side is that, you know, whether it's in the playoffs or it's a regular season, there's some head coaches that are absolutely phenomenal at making those halftime adjustments and, you know, whether it's on the offensive side or the defensive side. But I think it's going to be, especially in a game in the Super Bowl, you're playing for the, obviously, the the, the championship here. Like, that's where the coaches are going to earn their money. So I think that, you know, maybe a third quarter over, if you kind of want to dissect it even more, I think is worth a look. I think that, again, because that Brock Purdy angle 
I think that that second half may have an opportunity here to be the higher scoring one as one. But I think that I looked at this one as well. The only thing that made me nervous was the Chiefs, you know, just being one of those lower scoring teams, at least in the regular season, uh, and kind of sitting on the football. But again, this is different times where it's obviously the Super Bowl. And we saw what transpired last season in the Super Bowl with these combined for 71 points as well. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely see the handicap on this one here as well. Uh, Chris, I'll throw out one more here, and I think this has been another very, very profitable uh, prop bet um, in the Super Bowl here as well. So the longest uh, uh, touchdown, uh, sorry, the shortest touchdown under one and a half, minus 145. And this over the last 10 Super Bowls, the under shortest touchdown under one and a half yards is eight and two. So in other words, when we get down to the goal line or whether we get within the two yard line, um, there's several different ways that this can happen. And I think the obvious one is penalties, right? Um, a pass interference call in the end zone puts the ball on the one yard line um, penalties inside the five yard line or even inside the three yard line, two yard line, whether it's a false start or sorry, not a false start, or maybe a offsides, um, you know, and that puts the ball at the, you know, one and a half or one yard line. So for this trend to happen, um, in the Super Bowl, eight times of the last 10. I, I think I love this uh, one to get to the window again this year. So shortest touchdown under one and a half at minus 145. I love this trend to continue in this uh, Super Bowl here. And again, it's to the fact that those PI calls in the end zone um, pretty much is what gets this to the one yard line here for the shortest touchdown under one and a half here, uh, yards here, Chris. I think the other thing to mention him enough, this is excellent. I think the other thing to mention is how many guys on both teams, you know, can actually punch the ball. How many options do both teams have? I mean, you're talking about a fade in the back of the end zone to Travis Kelsey, a handoff yeah. to Pacheco, a scramble for, for either one of these quarterbacks. Brock Purdy can get out of the quarter, out of the out of the pocket and, and rush for one. We know yeah. Mahomes can as well. Uh, and then how many gadget plays does San Francisco have? Not just handing the ball off to Christian McCaffrey, but, you know, a toss to to, to either one of those, uh, you know, wide receivers that they have, but but specifically Debo Samuel, you know, a rush with him, a sweep, yeah. you know, a toss. Like this is a – this this makes a lot of sense. You I mean, like you just kind of needed to be set up in that way. And uh, with both of these uh, offenses, you know, not having too many uh, limitations from running the ball. These are two good running backs as well. You I know, mean, I could definitely see this one happening. I like this one. You know, I hadn't, I hadn't seen this one. I like this a lot. Yeah. Um, I mean, you mentioned, right. And I think that the gadget play, you, I think you mentioned that the, the, the little, the toss that uh, Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes do as well. Um, and again, if you get down to that area where, I mean, we have two creative offenses, like you mentioned it, right. Whether, you know, you know, the jet sweep, Philly, Philly is even an option. We've seen that. I mean, we saw the Patriots try to run it as well. Uh, in that Super Bowl against the Eagles. So, yeah, definitely, um, you know, hopefully this one gets to the window uh, nine times out of the last 11 Super Bowls uh, for uh, this prop bet. Chris, you have any more you want to throw out there? Any honorable mentions or anything else? Honorable mention is, uh, and I'm not, I'm not playing this one, just full transparency, but uh, Gatorade color, you know, we're going orange. Yeah. <laughs> we're going right. orange at plus 350, man, just okay. because the last two years has been blue. We got to switch it up a little bit. Orange used to dominate for, for, yeah. for years upon years. Uh if you go back and, you know, do your homework and your research. So I think we had a little orange Gatorade uh, in this game here, enough, and uh, I'll, I'll leave it at that. But uh, just, just one that I was kind of looking into, and I said, man, I'm not playing no, what color the Gatorade is going to be. <laughs> and then I said, you know what, maybe it's worth a little sprinkle at plus 350. 
Um, but yeah, Blue has Blue has hit the uh, last couple of years in a row, and I do think um, we got to show Orange some love because Orange Orange used to dominate for a while. So uh, so you know, a little little, little sprinkle maybe you know on, on plus three fifty for Orange. What you thinking? Yeah, I, I I was thinking red just because both teams have red in their. Uh you know, in their color schemes, but it's too, it's too obvious, you know, it's, it's too, too obvious. obvious. Right. And also like, you know, uh, the people on the band or not the bandwagon, but you know, the red 40 concerns as well. Maybe those players shouldn't be drinking that or, you know, whatever the case might be. But yeah, again, like you mentioned, it, it seems a little too obvious, but orange definitely can get behind here as well. Again, uh, again, we're just throwing out things for fun, man. It's a super bowl. So we got to have a little bit of fun as well as uh, the sharper, uh, you know, profits that uh, we are throwing out here as well. Um, I think that's pretty much it, Chris, man. Anything else we want to mention? I will get to best bets here in a second. I know I don't have any more honorable mentions. Again, I'll still be digging up prop bets, uh, at least game prop bets as well throughout the week. I know it's still Tuesday here. Um, so trying to find more value. And maybe if I have a couple more, we'll throw it out there on the episode um, for the player props uh, as well. We'll give our official predictions on that episode as well after the player props one. So um, look out for us then. All right, Chris, let's wrap this up uh, strong here. Let's throw out a best bet. Uh, for the uh, game props here for Super Bowl Fifty Eight, what do you want to throw out? I want to I want to go back to uh, to the last one I just talked about the high scoring second uh, high scoring being the second half. You know, I do think that sure. we'll see you know some some stagnant offense specifically from San Francisco. And 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 you made a great point, you know, about Kansas City not having the most explosive offense and kind of sitting on the ball in the second half. And that and that, that, that is possible. Uh, but I, I, I'm. I'm thinking maybe they don't even – maybe San Francisco, you know, comes out and Kansas City's the team actually playing from behind. You get Mahomes in one of those situations where he feels a little, uh, you know, a little rushed and he's trying to score the ball a little bit more. So, uh, like I said, offenses, you know, they can start slow. You know, I think the expectation is that we all think that it's going to be, you know, 17-17 at the end of the first quarter. Uh, yeah. But defenses will weigh down uh, over the course of the over the course of the game here, you know. So, I think the offenses can wake up. And, and we got two excellent play callers who I, I would say, you know, if I would endorse them being able to make the halftime adjustments to get their guys the ball, those, uh, you know, those key guys to be able to score uh, and get them in positions to be successful. So, give me the second half uh, specifically to go over at minus 110. I love it. Uh, all right, for my best bet, I'm going to go with the field goal prop, man. I think I really do like this one. Uh, both teams to make a field goal of 34 yards or more. I'll take the yes at minus 135. And there's a lot of the handicap that, you know, Chris mentioned as well when I was giving out the handicap, the weather, right? I mean, there's no weather factor here. Um, you know, I think we're both expecting the defenses um, to play strong here. It's really what's kind of led them. Uh, to the Super Bowl here, and it's not really talked about enough. So I think that when it comes down to third down situations, um, and if they're able to get those spots, these coaches, I think both a little bit more conservative uh, than the Dan Campbells of the world, like we mentioned, the Nick Sirianni's of the world, I think they'll take those points and put the points on, especially early on in that first quarter. Let's just say one of these teams are uh, driving. It turns out to be a fourth and four from you know the 30-some-odd yard line. I don't think they're going to go for it. I think they'll want to be, hey, let's get some points on the board. Let, let's, you know, build off of this momentum that we got on this drive. There's got to get some points up on the board. And I think that both these co- uh, kickers are more than capable of knocking down at least a 34-yard uh, field goal um, in this game. So I'll take that as my best bet. Uh, both teams to make a 34 or more yards field goal in this game. Yes, minus 135. All right, part one is in the books here for our uh, Super Bowl 58 prop bet show this one was the game specific one you know we threw out some ones that we both like as from an entertainment 
uh, standpoint, like Chris did. And, uh, you know, we threw out some game ones as well. And then tomorrow or on the next episode, we'll do our player prop uh, prop bets along with our official predictions for the uh, Super Bowl as well. So we'll throw out our player prop bets, touchdown scores. We'll make some MVP picks. You know, we'll throw out some MVP picks there as well. And like, like I mentioned, uh, official predictions for this game. Chris, anything else we want to mention before we get out of here, my man? No, that's it, man. We like you said, we'll we'll be back. You know, this was fun. You know, just kind of diving into these different angles, things that I've yeah. never. I'm not caring about what color the Gatorade is or how many times, <laughs> uh, you know, artists is going to perform, how many songs they're going to perform. But it was good, you know, kind of going in and, and digging digging this up, man. So hopefully, people enjoyed the episode. Uh, always bet responsibly. You know, we always talk about that. You know, and uh, definitely enjoy the Super Bowl. And be sure to catch us for you know, like you said, you know, the, the actual uh, you know uh, player props. And uh, you know, we'll talk. We'll be talking more football here soon. So um, enjoy. Enjoy uh, the game, everyone, and definitely check us out. You know, at the end of the week for for the next episode as well. Yeah, we'll be back. Like I mentioned, for the player props. So again, make sure to follow Chris on X. That's at uh, Crispy Capin Two P's and Two N's. You can follow me uh, on X as well at Sports Nerd Eight Two Four. More importantly, if you've already uh, uh, left us a rating and review for the Propcast, uh, please go ahead and do so. Uh, and like I mentioned, we'll be back for our player props episode uh, tomorrow or later this week. Till then. Good luck with your bets. Enjoy the big game. Enjoy the uh, the time with friends and family watching the game. And like Chris mentioned, bet responsibly. It is just one game, but I know uh, there's a lot of excitement. It is just one game, but again, just be responsible. Good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it ride. <laughs>